Max Steiner was one of the most prolific musical talents cinema has ever seen. Already composing at the age of six, he was enrolled in Austria's Imperial Academy of Music when he was 13. And while the studies normally took four years, Steiner completed them in 12 months. At the age of 15, he composed his first operetta, The Beautiful Greek Girl, a work so popular that it ran for over a year in his native Vienna. Going to Hollywood, he switched from stage to screen, and in so doing, he earned 24 Oscar nominations, winning three. When Steiner died in 1971, aged 83, he had scored over 200 films and contributed, uncredited, to another 350. More than that, Steiner was one of the central people around whom so much of the 20th century music turned. He connected 19th century Europe to 20th century America, romanticism to modernism, theatre to film. As such, Steiner got us to watch music. Born in 1888, he grew up surrounded by music and received tuition from one of the leading German romantic composers, Johannes Brahms. Now, when Brahms himself was still only a teenager, his work had been publicly performed by no less a talent than the great Hungarian romantic composer, Franz Liszt, who wrote this. Liszt to Brahms to Steiner. See what I mean by connections? Another of Steiner's tutors at the Imperial Academy was Gustav Mahler. Here's another connection. Steiner was in London conducting operas in Covent Garden when he was invited to New York by the Broadway legend Florence Siegfeld. But this was 1914, the war had broken out, and being Austrian, Steiner was classified as an enemy. But a year before, he had befriended a man called Gerald Grosvenor, better known as the Duke of Westminster. How? Well, the Duke had met Steiner the previous year in Covent Garden. So, by fair arrangement of the Duke, Steiner was free to sail to New York. But let me get back to Vienna and tell you about Steiner's family. His grandfather, after whom he was named, was a theatre impresario who staged not only plays, but also concerts and operas. Little wonder, friends of Grandpappy Max included Jacques Offenbach, That's from the Tales of Hoffmann, but Offenbach also composed this. I mean, come on, with all that music. 
Another friend of Steiner's grandfather was Johann Strauss. Now, Max's mother ran not one, not two, but three of Vienna's finest restaurants, while his father, Gabor, was an impresario. But unlike Grandpappy, Gabor was a carnival impresario, and in 1897, to mark the golden jubilee of Emperor Joseph II, Gabor was asked to build something to mark the occasion. He oversaw the construction of a Ferris wheel. Yes, that Ferris wheel. Okay, let's talk about Max himself. Besides scoring Gone with the Wind, Casablanca, The Searchers, Now Voyager and The Summer Place, he also did The Big Sleep, Mildred Pierce, The Treasure of Sierra Madre and pretty much every other major movie that was produced by Warner Brothers during the 1930s and 1940s. Oh, and he also did this. That's the fanfare that began every Warner Brothers picture from 1937 through to the late 50s. I wonder if there has ever been a composer who has worked harder than Steiner. In his first dozen years for Warner Brothers, he averaged eight scores a year. Now, these were symphonic scores, meaning 40 to 50 minutes of full orchestration. Only someone with torrential talent and matching discipline could have coped with the quantity of work. In 1939 alone, he scored 12 films, including Gone with the Wind, a project so huge it called for over three hours' worth of music. What is amazing is that when Steiner began composing for films, it was a new musical form. This was music for visuals. Let's go back a bit. Ballet is visual, right? A ballet dancer paints a picture, but in ballet, the music is composed before the dance is choreographed. In other words, the music predicts the movement on the stage. In cinema, the picture predicts the music. Steiner's lasting impact on cinema was the leitmotif. He got the idea from the great 19th century opera composer Richard Wagner. I did say that Steiner served as a connection. Now, Wagner's idea of the leitmotif was that each time a main character entered a scene, he gave them their own distinctive theme. An early example of how Steiner applied this was in King Kong. This is for the beast. And this is for beauty. Now, Casablanca. Steiner did not compose the song as time goes by. Hermann Hupfeld did. But what Steiner did was interpolate Hupfeld's six notes and develop them as a recurring motif, so they became integral to the film's fabric. And in so doing, Steiner displayed the key to composing for film, a tune with six to eight notes which embeds the theme in the mind of the audience. Psycho to Star Wars, Titanic to Gladiator, almost every film does it. It's because of Max Steiner that we come out of the cinema whistling the picture. <laughs> 